Eureka by John Thomas, Volume 1 Chapter 3, Section 2, Part 4 The Patient Waiting The ground of escape from the hour of trial, which was to be so terrible, was stated to be the keeping of the word of the patient waiting for the spirit. The importance of this word may be estimated by the severity of the chastisement for its neglect. The coming of the spirit man is the thing waited for, and the teaching which creates this expectation is the word of the patient waiting for. Wherever the truth was received as the result of divine teaching, the earnest and joyous expectation of the return of the glorified Jesus became a prime article of faith. This appears from many places in the New Testament. When Paul went to Thessalonica, he proclaimed the royalty of Jesus and his return to rule the whole habitable, that there is another king than Caesar, even Jesus. Many of Caesar's subjects believed him and, in consequence, threw away their idols and waited for his coming. In writing to these in after years, Paul said, Ye turned to the deity from the idols to serve a living and true deity, and to wait for his Son from the heavens, whom he raised from among the dead, even Jesus, who delivers us from the coming wrath. This became to them a matter of hope, They waited for it, and were taught to do so with patience and endurance. It is therefore termed the patient waiting of the hope of our Lord Jesus anointed. In 1 Thessalonians 1 verse 3. In both these epistles, the apocalypse of Jesus occupies a prominent place. It is expressly mentioned at the end of all the chapters of the first with many important accompaniments. And in Second Epistle 3 verse 5, he says, The Lord directs your hearts into the love of the deity and into the patient waiting for the anointed. They had become impatient, supposing that the day of his appearing was at hand. But Paul corrected this error by telling them that it would not come to pass until the consummation of an apostasy, which would be perfected under the man of sin, and that when this power should be fully matured, then the Lord Jesus would be apocalypsed to destroy it, and be glorified in his saints. All who are taught of God 
understand this and earnestly desire the event, because they know that there is no salvation till he appears. The promises are to those who love his appearing. Paul teaches this distinctly. There is laid up, says he, a coronal wreath of righteousness for all them who love his appearing. And in another place he says, To them who look for him, he shall appear a second time without sin for salvation. Hebrews 9 verse 28 Only those who are watching and prepared will share in this salvation. I come quickly. Behold, I come tahu, quickly or soon. This does not refer to the coming in clouds of chapter 1 verse 7, but to the coming to execute the threatening of the previous verse. I, the spirit man, will come soon to bring the hour of trial upon the whole habitable. In chapter 2 verse 5, he threatened to come quickly to the star angel of Ephesus if they did not resume their original position and take from them the gifts by which their darkness would become complete. Nor is it the coming quickly, though it may be typical of it, indicated in Revelation 22 verse 12. This has reference to our future and not to a past time. I conclude thus because in this text the time of the coming is marked by the bringing of the reward and the giving every man according to his works. Then will be the time for the prostration of all the Satanists and spurious Jews at the feet of the Philadelphians. They will then know that these are the beloved whom they have long despised and abused. If it be a quick or soon coming at the fall of Babylon the Great, it was certainly a quick coming at the hour of trial in AD 248. The Philadelphians were exhorted to hold fast what they had. They had the word of the kingdom and name. They were to hold fast to this, or, if they did not, they would lose their crown. Every reader can understand this, and he may easily know if he have any claim upon this crown by examining himself and seeing if he be in the faith. If he be ignorant of the doctrine of the kingdom and name, he has nothing worth holding on to. And though he may know all mysteries, 
if he have not been immersed into Christ, he is not in the faith. This is the condition of the religious world at this day. In the time of the Philadelphian star angel, the Christian community, the religious world of that day, had the word of the patient waiting for the spirit man, and was then in a position to hold fast or let go. Many now have a traditional idea that Christ will come again, but of the word which teaches how to wait and how to be accepted of him as holy, unblameable and without rebuke at his appearing. The clergy and their peoples have not the least conception. They can not, therefore, hold fast what the angel in Philadelphia had, and consequently have no right or title to the coronal.